0: Quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy to digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey to casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm so glad that you are here. We are going to talk about sleep and sleep with older kids. I hold my audience and I had them give me some ideas about podcasts and somebody came back with the idea, like how do I get my 11 year old to sleep on their own because they're having sleep issues and they need me to go to sleep. And this is quite common, actually. I see a lot of kids who have a hard time sleeping. And when I think about sleep, I always think like when I can't sleep and when I can't rest, and when I wake up, when I'm not doing well, it's because I'm thinking about something, or something's going wrong in my in my world and in my life. And I had this computer thing happen where my my website went down, and I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep at night, and I, it was like such a great example of like when I'm emotionally upset or I'm having a hard time, my subconscious wakes me up. Right? It won't let me rest because my subconscious is like working overtime. So I think the same thing happens to kids sometimes, and then if they get in the habit of using us as a pacifier to help quell the feelings, then they never really deal with the feelings. And so if they're constantly using us as the pacifier, are the feelings just bubbling below the surface? And if that happens continually over and over again, will a child you know, not be able to get the feelings out because they're just stuffing them back in? So if you have a child that is older, and can't sleep, you might think about this idea of setting limits and are you setting some limits around all kinds of things, allowing them to be upset. Sometimes parents avoid limits because they don't want to endure the upset. The upset is too much. It's too dysregulating. It's too hard to sit through. So they'd rather just placate a child. They'd rather just give them what they want. They'd rather just lay with them to get them to sleep. They'd rather just not hear the feelings because the feelings are too hard to endure. But that's doing our child a disservice because the feelings are staying stuck and now our child doesn't have room to process the feelings because they're just, you know, they're, they're ruminating. They're just bubbling below the surface and, and the, the, the limit. So if you said to the child who can't sleep on their own, if you said, you know what, mommy's not going to lay with you tonight, very kindly, very nicely, they'd probably erupt and have a huge tantrum. And now that's your opportunity to sit through the feelings. You sit through the huge dysregulation and the huge feelings and say, I know it's really hard to go to sleep on your own, but I know you can do it. I'm right here and I'm going to listen to your feelings. And you never allow them to be alone. And you never allow them to tantrum by themselves or be dysregulated by themselves. You stay with them no matter what they say. No matter what happens, you stay with them. And then if you can get through all of the feelings... If you can have a huge download, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's an hour and a half, who knows? Then can you tell your child, okay, good night, sweetheart, and will they allow you to leave? And that's when you know it's working, is when they can grant you permission to leave. Now, if they won't grant you permission to leave and you've already listened through an hour, then you lay with them and you you put them back to sleep. And you know that tomorrow you're going to work on it again and get more feelings out. And then the next day you're going to work on it again and get more feelings out. And you keep working on it until your child can really sleep on their own. Now, another way of going about it is through laughter and or doing laughter also. So then you could do these huge wrestling matches before bedtime where you're laughing and you're having a good time and you're really getting it out and your kid is able to get it out. And if they're 11, I'm sure they want to wrestle. And so that's helping to also expel all these emotions that are stuck. Another opportunity to get out feelings would be to set a limit during the day to say, you know what, tonight you're going to go to bed on your own. And that might, that in itself might get them to start crying and tantruming and being upset. So would that get, would you get the feelings out? that way. You can use all three of these together to get the feelings out. And eventually over some time, who knows, sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's two weeks, sometimes three weeks, who knows, they will be able to rest and sleep on their own. But you have to stick with this connected process. So it's the laughter and the crying. Can you get to both multiple times a day? So you're helping your child offload these feelings so that they don't need to use you as the pacifier. And then also, are you setting the limit at night and saying, I'm not going to lay with you. You you can do it on your own. I know it's really hard. Come with tons of empathy and just being quiet and listening to them. Have their big, ugly, hard feelings because it's going to go deep because these aren't probably new feelings, especially if an 11-year-old isn't sleeping on his own. There's got to be old stuff in there, old icky feelings. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories, this is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with Estro Control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. Now, none of this will work, again, I say this often, unless you're also doing connection altogether. Like, are you using rewards and punishments? Are you using threats and bribes? Are you using any consequences? Are you just relying on natural consequences? So you also have to get rid of those things out of your pedagogy because those can cause more feelings. So you might be having all these great experiences of setting limits and having your child being able to offload, but are you also causing more feelings by using the punishments and the rewards? So you kind of have to do it all together in order for it to really work. The other piece is that you want your child to have sleep prowess, right? But you also don't want them to go to bed crying on their own or crying themselves to sleep. So you want to teach them sleep prowess and we really teach them sleep prowess by allowing them to offload the feelings, and then allowing them to be able to sleep on their own. And this isn't isn't always easy. It's not an easy process. It's not something that's going to happen overnight, especially for an 11-year-old. But this process you can use for any age child. I wouldn't say for really little kids that they probably do need us to soothe and they do need us to be around to be able to fall asleep. But as they get older, you know, really leaning into this idea that they can sleep on their own because we want them to be able to fall asleep. It can't feel good at 11 years old to not be able to sleep without your mom or dad there. That's not a good feeling because that means that you're so, you know, dysregulated inside that you cannot rest unless someone's there with you. And that can't feel good for a child or for a person or for anyone. So if you struggle in this sleep arena, Think to yourself, it's feelings. It's stuck feelings. That's, that's all it is. It's stuck feelings. And once you can get the stuck feelings out in several episodes of crying and upset or with laughter and play, because laughter can be as therapeutic as crying. It can offload tensions and stress and anxiety and all of those things. So you can, if you can get your child to laugh, if you can get them to really belly laugh, if you can be the, the idiot and the bumbling, idiot and the the butt of the joke and the, you know, the person that knows nothing. Can you get them to laugh? And can that be one of the places where they can offload those feelings? If this were my kid, I would be trying to offload feelings like every chance I got. Like I would be trying to be funny. I would try to be setting limits. I would try to come with empathy. I would do all the things because I'd want to just get it done so this child could rest. And then at night I would be setting the limit. The other piece too is that, Sometimes kids get really rigid around bedtime stuff. Like they have to have the certain 90 or they have to have the certain stuffed animals. They have to have five stuffed animals. They have to be tucked on in on the left. They have to be tucked in on the left, right. And then they have to be untucked on one side and they have to have the door open, but not open too much. And they have to have a hall light on, but the door cracked and they have to have all of these crazy things because they're trying to settle themselves. They're trying to, you know, settle their emotions. They're trying to quench this dysregulation By doing all these things, they think that it's going to work to stuff their feelings down, but it doesn't. So also setting some limits around that, like, no, we're only going to have one stuffed animal tonight. We're only going to tuck in one side, like starting to eliminate some of these bedtime necessity places can also be a place where your child can offload feelings because it ends up being a limit. And so that limit causes creates a place where the child can have the feelings. And then if they have those feelings, they can rest better. But again, it might take several different experiences of setting the limit or coming with play and several several days, maybe weeks, to get all those feelings out if you're dealing with an 11-year-old. When they're littler, it's a little bit easy because they probably have fewer feelings in there. But also making sure, like I said, to use all of the connected pieces of connected parenting because it's a it's a system that's all working together, and if you're only using one part of the system, like if you only did this piece, then you know it's like a Patty, my mentor says it's like a table. If you the table only has three legs, it's not going to be able to stand up. So you have to use all the different pieces in order to get the table to be steady. If you're only using one or two, the connected parenting ideology won't work for you long term. It might work in a few moments. You might have some good wins, but Long-term, it it won't produce what you want it to, which is kids that are self-sufficient and and kids that are able to regulate and kids who believe in themselves and who have good self-esteem. And so you want all those things, but you have to love them unconditionally through it. So no punishments, no rewards, coming with lots of empathy and setting the limit where you need to so that your child can offload the feelings, so they can rest, so their subconscious can quiet. All right. I hope that was helpful. I hope there was some good information in there and you can use this for most age kids. I'd say two to 18 pretty much. And thanks for joining me today. I will see you guys next time.